This episode of the Yes Girl podcast is made possible by Aveeno Get Skin Happy. Radiant skin is a reflection of looking and feeling your best. When you feel good in your skin, you move through the world like the confident woman that you are. From the dermatologist recommended brand, Aveeno Skin Relief Body Wash and Moisturizing Lotion with Shea Butter and Oat Oil are formulated to help bring out the best in you and your skin. This moisturizing lotion formulated with Shea Butter and Oat Oil moisturizes skin and leaves it visibly hydrated and healthier looking. Being on the go won't stop your glow. So celebrate your vibrance and get skin happy with Aveeno. Because when your skin feels good, you can't help but feel good too. And this changes everything from how you look to how you perceive the world. Visit Aveeno.com for ways to get skin happy. Corey Murray. Pen. What's this I hear we about to go on some vacation? Both Girl, we about to go on some vacation. I love, I always say uh, vacate, uh, and I forgot what movie. Oh, it was from, um, now I'm about to like yeah, it. myself because no, it was one not. of my favorite movies, Legally Blonde. Yes, is that where we got vacate, vacate from? from? That's where we got vacate girl, from. Girl, Legally Blonde is a classic. It is a classic. Reese with a spoon is my girl. Yes. And I, I think, did she post recently like, y'all wanted a Legally Blonde 3 fine. Yeah. Thank, yes. And we do. We do want it. All of them. And they were both good. Yes. Just for the record. Shout out to Lee Von Tooth for giving uh, Regina King that platform back oh, in the day. Yes. yes. Oh, I didn't forget. <gasps> you just took me back. Yes. yes she was uh, the senator assistant. And isn't Reese responsible for Big Little Lies? Yes, she is. Because that's my show. I did like the first season. I totally got it. Actually, first season was shout okay. out to me and Tiff. <laughs> we went to a Fire TV presentation where they took over like a whole house. It was extremely immersive. Cute. And they literally had a Big Little Lies room. So you literally, I mean, it was past a, a sheer curtain, but you felt like you were in, where is it, Monterey? They oh, had wine glasses. They had, this, they had the, they basically took the ocean and put it on this huge screen so you're just seeing that around but then right in the middle is your nice tv with big little lies mm-hmm. i missed this on y'all's instagram oh yeah it was there it was there what it was there. It was that sounds cute. amazing it was really i was like i gotta watch all my tv shows like this oh my god that would be life-changing yeah although what? watching game of thrones might be a little intense because it'd be like blood and everything but still oh. i know i'm but- still on game of thrones i'm so so I recognize how late I am. This on is Game like the third reference in a week, but yeah. that's okay. But I'm on episode seven because you're binging. I mean, I'm in, and I'm in season seven. Is episode. it almost over? It's almost over. <laughs> Ar- I'm just messing with Aria has come to Winterfell. Corey is still catching up on Game I'm of Thrones. I'm still catching up on Game of Thrones. She didn't cheat like me. I just get one through six and watch seven with my husband. I'm all in. I saw the coffee cup. I caught everything. I was like, no, but, but, no, but to go I, back and see the, the no, references is really cool. That's why you are an incredible, amazing entertainment director, Corey I'm Murray. Just because you are passionate about the work. Me, yeah. I cheat. Now, the final season of Orange is the New Black. Ah. Uh, I, I, matter of fact, can we just really quickly, there's a lot of good TV on right now. It's extreme. And there's good, good TV coming. But go tell me what you what are you watching? First, right now? God forgive us. Look, mm-hmm. look we're tripping. Hi, I'm Charlie Penn. Oh, yes, I'm Corey Murray. And this is Yes, yes girl. girl. Corey, say it I know I was supposed to say it like I was supposed to say it like like you know, and like it's lit. Yes, girl. Okay, I'm bad. Corey I'm going real it. casual right now because we're about to go on vacation, we which is what we're getting so to. So <laughs> So we're in vacation. I literally mode. can we pause for a second? Please. I literally woke up on Monday. Yes. And thought on Sunday I'll be on a plane. 
Oh, you're going Sunday. I'm going Sunday. Nice. I leave Tuesday, but I'm really excited. But I've n- I've never looked this forward to a trip. Me too. I already packed. What y'all know about oh, that? Oh well, have I we have met? I had no. We haven't met because I haven't I packed. already packed. I literally always pack three hours for my flight boards. Yeah, I <laughs> packed. I can't believe it. And I look at the suitcase every day. Like you really needed this. Like ready from panties to soap. And you going with G. Yes. This is a vacation. Toiletries, shoes, Everything. jewelry. <laughs> bonnet. Wait, speaking it. of bonnet, are you guys watching Black Lady Sketch Show? Yes. And that bonnet skit? Oh, my God. When she was like, I don't wear one? I usually don't. I usually I'll don't. admit. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I when I it's funny enough when I am not I'm on team no bonnet. Yeah, I'll be honest. And I remember sharing this with Demetria Lucas years ago. Is that this guys, all right. Yes, I'm feminist. But I'll be honest, when Jillian's father is home, I don't wear the bonnet. That's I mean I mean it's what? just you know, I just I just deal with it. Vibe. Yeah. I think it's okay that you're aware that you do that mm-hmm. and that I'm you're like, okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay with it. <laughs> Does that make sense? And my hair will be flat and I get it. I only get one good wear of my hairstyle, but it's fine. I mean, I I do like to feel cute around my man. You know what I mean? Like, even if I know it's okay mm-hmm. not to, like, when I have to cut out my, my crochets, oh, I kind of, yeah. like, wait till, like, just after he's snoring. <laughs> and then I go in the bathroom <laughs> and start cutting the bathroom. I mean, not because he's once told me I look like Coolio. <laughs> And, no, just like you know how you. I know. I totally get it. No, I totally no. I have one to share too. It's not about hair, but so I, you know, you know, I have my foot injury that I'm still trying to. And I bought some very cute, respectable, comfortable sandals. The black ones. The black ones. You know what Max called them? Herman monsters. And I was walking with my little hot girl summer shorts, and he was like. You and the Herman Monsters. <laughs> oh, that's good. And now I don't wear them. That's why you don't wear them anymore. I don't anymore. wear them anymore because every just... time I look at them, they're not cute anymore. I miss them. You wore them they for like so... the longest. I mean, but you yeah, made but them they cute. Were, they were comfortable. And you made them cute. Not Herman Monsters. <laughs> not cool, but not Coolio. I need a minute. That's Wait, wow. y'all, they're both Charlie's funny. mascara is <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those people that cry when I laugh. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, I'm yeah. having a really good time with you. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, Look, so you're going on vacation. I'm going Leo on vacation. <laughs> I'm taking my Herman Monsters to Haiti. Where's where, where's Coolio going? Coolio is going to Aruba. Okay. With her husband <laughs> to do a little vow renewal. laughing at us outside the window they're like what are they going to do <laughs> sorry guys we're pulling together yes so oh, we got an opportunity special. yeah and it's like it's really going to be a moment we got an opportunity to preview some special things they have for lovers in aruba oh yes Puppy and I. so we're gonna go and when they said would you guys like to renew your vows we were like yes we would oh. it's a good time to do that it's going to be nine years in october okay we've had a really interesting year mm-hmm. some ups and downs yes. and we looked at each other and we were like yeah we want to do that you just kind of reconnect like it. yes and it's just going to be us oh my god like gosh. in some flamingos that's beautiful it's going to be nice oh that's I'm beautiful really congratulations thanks Corey. Oh, congratulations and i will have fresh crochets no Julius. it's going to be good 
Even though I'm really debating how I'm going to do this. Like, if I want the flamingo as, like, a bridesmaid in the officiant spot. Like, I'm really planning this for the gram. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, how is this going to play out on the gram? Normally, I don't do that. But But no, no, this has to be a couple of It's a beach with flamingos, domesticated flamingos in Aruba. It's owned by the Renaissance Hotel Properties. That's where we're going. So stay tuned to my Instagram. Okay. Cabron thinks I'm going to be afraid of him. I'm not. Nope. You know I'm not. Solve for the gram. <laughs> and tell him again where your, what your gram is. At Charlie Penn. And what's yours, Corey Murray? At Corey Murray. And what's our hashtag? Because Tiffany, the producer, is giving us two thumbs up. Hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. Yes. Are we missing anything? We're on a roll. We missing who the guest is going to be this week. But we, we, we're going to like. It's for a good reason. It's for a good reason. Um, like we just said, we're both going on vacation. We have work-life balance. You guys have been with us. You've been riding with us for over 100 episodes. Thank you for that. Three million downloads. Thank you for every like last one. Last week. Three million. Thank you. We thank, thank you. y'all so much. But y'all know our struggle because we have full on other jobs here. Full lives. This is our hobby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> that work. we love so much. That we love to work. <laughs> um, but um, we are going to give you guys a treat. So this is our way of taking just a, 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 break. a little break. And the great Tyler Perry. And Angela Rye. We're at Essence Festival. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Essence Fest. We celebrate 25 years this past July. Everything. Their conversation was so good. And you and I have a theory why that conversation is good. We, yeah, because this conversation just blew up and went viral. It's on YouTube. People just can't stop listening to it. But I think it's because at the BET Awards, yes. when Tyler Perry gave the speech, we all heard about the importance of owning our own mm-hmm. and being able to then use that to give to help others and put others on. And what he did for Taraji and basically reminded us that he gets all the roses. because The goat. He put everyone on again and again and again when no one else was. Yes. Consistently kept their lights on. Mm-hmm. And I think he needed to remind us of that. Not that we don't know Tyler Perry's worth and what he does, yeah. but, you know, Tyler Perry can get a get a lot of criticism online for, he does. you know, the he does. way he portrays black women. And we get it. Mm-hmm. We've, done, we've all said it to him. Sometimes, you know, to his face. I mean, I've heard people say it. Yeah. You know, he doesn't love it. But he wanted to say, while I may not be perfect, this is what I am doing. Yeah. And I can't think of anyone else who is doing it on the level here. One other thing he, can I you, love from, I can't. Well, actually Ava? I can. You can look at Ava. You can get Oprah. Will, Pack, Will Packer. Will Packer. Oprah. Uh, um, but yeah, but there's tons of people. And I mean, honestly, Will Lena Waithe. He's getting ready to do that. Lena. You know, so there's people, they're opening these doors. So he kind of paved the way in a bit. He did. He was the first. So going back to him being the first, when he said, like, when Hollywood was definitely closing the door on him, mm-hmm. he kicked the motherfucking door open yes, and did. created his own table. Yes, Now he's he inviting people. And I would just want to read something really quickly. Um, you know, he, he has a partnership with BET Networks where he's taking his new slate of shows to BET that's going to be kicking off in the fall. The first show is going to be called Sisters. And then the second one is an hour drama called The Oval. And I'm actually looking mm. really forward to it. And in October, he's going to be essentially reopening Tyler Perry Studios. I don't know if you guys know this. Back in the day, I went to the original opening of it where he named, like, Sidney Poitier had a studio. Wow. Uh, Cicely Tyson, like, all the greats. So now he's going to rename those studios to the next slate of icons in black Hollywood. Wait, that's epic. It's epic. 
So it's it happening like a Lena Waithe or such it's Denzel that. Washington. I don't I don't have the full list in front of me, but it's definitely names that we all know about. And you know, remember when we chat with him for Yes Girl Podcast, how he told us like part of Black Panther's film at Tyler Perry Studios. Mm-hmm. So there's Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Beautiful so Walking Dead. I mean all the checks. We're here for Tyler Perry and, and certainly you all who've been watching the YouTube channel are here for Tyler Perry. So we thought why not give it to our yes girl audience because at the end of the day he's motivational yeah and i think we all need that right now we just a little push we do and we know you guys love a gem so since we'll be um relaxing on the beach a bit yeah you know we are both gonna be on the beach we're gonna gonna be on on the beach beach. yeah you know give you a little something to listen to yep and know that the next couple of episodes though y'all oh fire should we tell them i think we should i think we have the incomparable Mm -hmm. The still fine girl and talented, very Lorenz Tate, such a gentleman. Oh my god, he's coming, y'all. He's coming. It's an incredible conversation. Yes, love it. It stayed for the whole thing, and we got another one coming. Erica Alexander. That was everything. We laughed, we cried, we hugged. It was so beautiful. I really, really, and and I said this in the podcast, and you guys are here. She had a great episode on The Nod. I started watching her new series, The Wu-Tang and American Saga. (laughs) Wait, tell me, do y'all say Saga or Saga? Y'all tell me. Saga. It is. It's There's no, there's no, it's not. Okay. All right. Anyway. If it is Twitter, correct me. (laughs) Hashtag Guess Girl Podcast. It's Saga. Twilight Saga. Sa- the saga, saga continues. The saga. You're right. The saga. I have to say that in my head now. Wu-Tang. So the Wu-Tang, an American saga. Yeah, you go, Corey. Oh, there I got it. Anyway, yeah. but that series on Hulu that's coming up is going to be fantastic. I saw the first episode. Erica Alexander plays Riz's mother. She came and talked to wait. us. And then we have another person coming up. Mm-hmm. Haitian sensation, Jesse Wu. That was a moment. She was so much fun. Let's get into this episode. Hope you guys enjoy it. And we'll see you when we get back from vacation. All right. So you just finished the Medea farewell tour. Yes. So with the farewell, there's always a hello. So what are we bringing in? What are you working on? I am working on some brand new shows for BET right now that I'm really, really excited about. All of you who love the have and have nots. I, this new show, <laughs> wait till you see my new show called The Oval, and I got a show called Sisters about four, four black women and run, going through their lives. Uh, so those are the two shows that I'm starting with over there. I'm really excited, really excited about it. So when are they coming? Can you give us a- Yes, this fall, this fall, along with BET Plus, starts this fall. Let me tell you what BET Plus is. Uh, how many of y'all have Netflix and Amazon and all this stuff? Well, well, BET Plus is our version of Netflix and Amazon, and I'm really, really excited about it. All black content, all new yes. shows. That's where my new movies will be. Who knows, Medea may be popping up there too, so oh! we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Oh, okay, so um, it's Sunday. Doesn't she look beautiful? That's so nice. She looks so, looks so beautiful, I'm Thank sorry, go you. ahead. Happy, yeah, it's Sunday, happy Sunday. <laughs> happy Sunday. So it's Sunday, and I feel like down on the inside, you got kind of a preacher man that stirs up, and he showed up while you were accepting your Icon Award for BT at the BT Awards, which was amazing. Thank you. You don't, you don't have to nod. Everybody knows. Every, there were people in the audience like, woo. It was like church for real. <laughs> so one of these moments, you talked about Mr. Butler. Yeah. And how you helped him cross. Right. And I'm somebody that even before you knew me, I feel like you helped me cross. Wow. 
And so I want to know um, some of the ways that you're helping people to cross over. I know that there's so many, Taraji who introduced yeah, you, yeah. you helped her cross. Yeah. What is the thing that guides you to help people cross? Because Mr. Butler was when you were a child. Yeah, he was a child, I never forgot him. Uh, like right down to Washington Avenue here in New Orleans is where he lived. But what I didn't say uh, in that speech is that he was the only black man, he was the first black man to see me and he was blind. That's why he needed help, but he saw me. He talked to me like a person, mm -hmm. not like a child that was just to be dis discarded. But, but what, I, what I tried to do in helping people cross, and when I say that mm -hmm. is, I can hire you, I can teach you how to, how to uh, uh, do this. Like, like, I'll tell you this, like every time a black person does something really uh, amazing in this business, I call them up and say, hey, you and I should talk. Like I, I see them going and make billions of dollars for people, and then they get, five million or 10 million, which is a lot of money. But why didn't you get most of the money? Because they got it, why didn't you get it? Mm -hmm. Because what is important is that, that that is how we transition wealth to our children. Yeah. That's how we change our community. That's how we change our lives. We can't keep working for someone else. At some point, you gotta own your stuff yeah. so that you can pass it on to your children and their children, and you can hire people. So that's, that's what I've done. I've tried to, I, like, people forget that about, it was probably 2005 or six where no black shows were on television, yeah. no black people were on television, and it was House of Pain that came along and broke the mold and let them know that black people are still watching television. Yes. So I, even though, I, you know, the, if, if you look back at the actual history of what I've done, mm -hmm. it's the facts speak for themselves. Yeah. You know, they speak for themselves. They really do, and they speak strongly, and they've spoken to so many of us, um, which kind of brings me to my next point. So now I have a scripture because it is Sunday. Yeah, so I, got, Roman, I got a couple of them too. Oh, okay. well, bring them then. Well, bring, we can have a scripture battle if you no, want. No, 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 we don't, okay. we don't need a battle. Uh, well, <laughs> in Romans 12 and 1, it talks about our reasonable service. Yeah. And so, Mr. Butler, we know is one of your forms of reasonable service. What else is there for you? in terms of your reasonable service, and what is it for us? What should we be doing as our reasonable service? Well, I'll give you a scripture too. Psalms 37 and three says, trust the Lord and do good. Just, just do good. Mm -hmm. I was, I was, I'm dealing with something with somebody right now that I just hired to do some stuff, and they, they half did it, and I'm like, do good, mm -hmm. do good. And, and as black people, we have got to come into a, this level of professionalism that is, that is beyond, I see. That's you. a word. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because because here's the thing. People the reason my shows, every one of them starts on time. At, they say, oh Tyler, we need to wait because people like, nope, we're starting on time because because they say black people are always late. That's what they say. So so we as black people need to start dispelling this myth, but when you run your business, it opens at the right time, it closes at the certain time. You are professional, you are kind, you're not cussing your customers out. Listen. Because if Medea had a salon, she'd be cussing every damn body out. What would she say? What would no, she no, say? No, what no, would no, she no. say? It, it's Sunday. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. <laughs> but, 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 but just have a level of excellence about what you do because the way you do one thing is the way you do all things. So just have excellence about what you do. Okay. That's how we can help. So this is, this is what I want to tell everybody um, just briefly. Um, see, I will text Tyler Perry, y'all. I'm, I'm lucky, I will text Tyler Perry. And what y'all need to know is this TED talk he just gave you in 30 seconds, that's what the text messages sound like, too. 
do, do they? Okay, okay. I just, I just, think, I just, I just think that you, you have a way of inspiring people just in your being. Like you don't even have to do, you do a lot, yeah. but just the way that you present and you make yourself manifest to the world, that's inspiration enough. I appreciate that because I want us all to know what I have learned. Yeah. Nothing is holding us back. Nothing is holding us back. We have the capacity. We are smart enough. We are, we are brilliant enough. We are talented enough. There's a if, if we could just understand the shift in the system, the shift from working for to ownership. Yes. That is the, that is the key. I look, at, I look at how all of our stuff is hoard out, like mm. our music and our talent. It's hoard out. Yeah. They go and they take it. They make billions of dollars off of it, and then they say, Oh, here's here's five million dollars, and you like bling bling. Look at me, I got. You like, come on, man. And it's man. rented, and it's, it be it's, rented. It's rented. It's rented. You know, somebody, my son's uh, turning five. Somebody asked me what I let what I let him play football. I said if he owned the team. Ooh. Yeah. So. so <laughs> no, no, and and you 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 just uh, uh, listen to me. If if I could get you, my God in heaven, if I could mm -hmm. get you to to realize that the thing that you think about yourself is what you are and you become. Mm -hmm. So if you start to believe and see yourself as a full, whole person, yes. if you start to believe and see yourself that you should have wealth, that you should have money, that you shouldn't be worried about, uh, that you shouldn't be worried about how you're gonna send your kids to school. Now I'm sounding like Buttigieg, but I'm serious right now. But it's just, <laughs> just understanding that it, 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 it all starts in your mind, in your spirit, with great faith, you can do anything. I came from this town right down the street with nothing. Mm -hmm. I was scared to, every time, listen to me, every time I open the cabinets in my kitchen, there's a hallelujah in my soul. Because, because when I open it, I remember being on Barone Street, opening that cabinet and rats and roaches jumping out up and down my arm, right? So every time I open it, sometimes I go in the kitchen and just open it and say, God, thank you. There ain't nothing jumping out at me, you know? <laughs> I love that, yes. Um, you... But we don't have to live that way. Let me say, my, my parents, my parents, my mother, my father, uh, right from Greensburg and Amy, Louisiana, right up the road. They were, they are, they are, they came from a Jim Crow gen generation. My mother would tell me when I go to the store, she'd say, be careful, don't cross that street, don't be around those white folks at night, don't go on St. Charles Avenue, walk the other way. She, because she was so worried because of where she came from. Mm -hmm. so, so, so they gave birth to this kid who had uh, a vision and a hope that he could be something else. But they kept saying, no, that, that's for white folks. You can't do that, you can't do that. So I had a, I'll show you mentality, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. I'll show you that I can do this and the color of my skin won't stop me. I'm smart enough to figure it out. And, and the reason that why I was able to own my shows and own the, the, the studio is I was smart enough to figure out that, wait a minute, you guys are gonna make all the money if I do it this way, but if I just take less over here, See, if, if you eat a little, you eat a long time. Yeah. So sometimes. Yeah. It's another word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tweet that, tweet that, tweet that. Sometimes you got to step back yeah. and say, you know what, I'm going to take a little bit. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to take this little bit and I'm going to make it work. Because black people know how to take a little bit and make a whole lot out of it. Always have. So, 
so when did that change? We know how to make a dollar out of 15 cents, so why aren't you doing that in your business? And in your, in, in, in whatever you have in your job, whatever you're doing, turn that thing into something that's gonna grow. And, and I'm telling you, it would blow your mind. I sit there looking at it every day, and I'm sitting there shaking, going, God, thank you, what is happening in my life? You have done this for me. Y'all better leave me alone right now. It's Sunday, I feel this thing. Where's the show I feel music? Thing. I Where's feel the show thing. music? I feel this thing. I'm like, I don't even need to moderate this, this no more. I, I feel mean, this thing. Come on. So, okay, you have gone from, and I've seen part of your transformation because, as I told you, I fell in love at Medea, like watching a play on a on a DVD. So yeah. I'm old, Tyler. I'm old. Bootleg, bootleg. No, it was not bootleg. Okay, I bought right. it. Right. Dang, good, I support good, the black-owned businesses good, and, good, and the creatives. But you went from these stage plays to making TV shows to making movies to writing best-selling books. I gotta know from even a, like you shifted paradigms in each of those places. Everywhere that you went and a door was open for you, you not only ran through that door, you ran through with so many of us. Yeah. So when you think about what's next in your paradigm shifting moment and where else you're bringing us to, what is the next frontier in addition to the new content you're creating? I, you know what I've done? I've stepped back and said, okay, I've dreamed everything I could dream, God. Now, now what do you want me to do? So Woo! it's like, it's like surrendering, knowing yeah. that, that everything, every dream that I've had has come true. So yeah. then you get to a place where you surrender to the, the will and the mercy of wherever God is going to take you in your dreams. And listen, sometimes I'm tired. Sometimes, uh, you know, I don't feel like getting up and going, do the next thing. But something will happen that reminds me that, hey, you've been given this opportunity. Nobody else has yet. So go and show and teach them how to do it, right? So, so whatever's next for me, I'm open to it. Yeah. I'm open to it. And I tell you, as I was talking about, you know, teaching people, uh, calling black people up, and I don't know if I finished that thought, calling them up saying, hey, um, I know how to do this. I learned this. I learned this. If you take this amount of money, just do this and do this. Most of those people don't call me back. I Why? kid you not. Why? I don't know. I don't know whatever the reason is, but I know my job is, as Maya Angelou said, when you learn, teach, right? So I've just been teaching. So if they want to call back and have the conversation so that I can teach them about shifting from just being the director to being a Steven Spielberg who directs and owns the whole franchise. Mm -hmm. So those are the things I want us to know. Do you, do you do that with folks outside of the entertainment industry? I do it a lot with the in, in, entertainment industry, mm -hmm. but I do it only with things that I know about. Like if we're talking about real estate, we're talking about something like that, we're talking about what I've learned in taxes, I'll call you up and have a conversation with you about mm -hmm. it. Because nobody was there to teach me. I paid for a Harvard education 10 times in the mistakes that I made, wow. not understanding taxes, not understand, not having an uncle that could, I could call up or dad to say, hi, dad, uh, I got an issue here with this, what do I do? And he could tell me, I didn't have any of that. So I made all of those mistakes. So I don't want people to make those mistakes, especially especially young ones coming up, black folks coming up who, who are just getting this opportunity, you know? What's the greatest mistake you've made that you're like, man, that was so avoidable? Here's the thing, I'll tell you this, and when I say this, people are like, he's so arrogant. I haven't made any mistakes. And I'll tell you why. Explain I'll yourself. I'll tell you why. Everything <laughs> that I thought was a mistake God turned around and worked that thing out yeah. for my good. Yep. Everything. 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 <laughs> you trying to take me to coaching church yeah, today? Coaching church. Nope. Where Every, is it? Everything. And the DJ taking pictures so he ain't even got the shout music ready. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I, I, I promise you, everything I look back on, every time, 
every moment I say, man, that I should have, I look back and go, wow, look how God turned that around. Because if I did that, then that, that wouldn't have worked. And then yeah. I wouldn't have met that person and that wouldn't have worked. It's like one little thing. So you got to get into the flow of God and just surrender. Yeah. Just be all about the surrender of it and let it come Ooh. to you. Yeah. That's so powerful. Well, I know we don't have much longer, but they I- They gave Buddha Judge five hours. Oh! I want to sit there, I want to talk as long as I want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting. So wait, so what's basically happening up here is I'm getting all the inspiration rubbed up on me and you getting all the rebel. That's right, ready to go, ready to go, ready to what, go. What, what, That's right, that's um, right. Okay, so, so then going back to this idea of every single mistake that would have happened, God turned it around for your good. Yeah. So give us one of those, give, it's testimony service now, give us one of those. Just, just things that like, um, if okay, let's let's go back to to I had this opportunity. I signed this contract to do a television show. Yeah. And the guy Chuck Lorre, he did Two and a Half Men, Big Bang, Roseanne, and they were so excited. The agents were so excited. They were like, "Yes!" And they Tyler sign it, Tyler sign it. I was like, oh, but I signed it, right? So I get into the room and we start working on the show. And they tell me, "No, Tyler, we're not going to talk about Jesus. We can't do this. You can't do that. We don't know. No, we're going to." So I'm sitting there going, "What did I do?" God, what did I do? I, I signed this contract. I'm obligated to do this TV show. I got to do this TV show. And I felt like so like just wrong if this felt wrong. So anyway, I'm sitting there at home later on. He decide, he calls me up. He says, Tyler, we're going to go with two and a half men. We're not going to do your show. I'm sorry. As if, as if he was like sliding me, right? Yeah. I hung up that phone. And I started crying saying, God, thank you. Woo! Now listen. <laughs> So, so I had been on the road. I took my little money and I went to Atlanta and I, put, I, I, uh, I shot 10 episodes of a show called House of Pain, right? Yeah. And I, I, I put the show in the can and my, my, uh, I, I'm like, I feel like I need to do 10. My agent's saying, don't do 10. Who does 10? Nobody does 10. You do one, you see if it works. It's like, no, I feel like I'm, I need to do 10. I felt strongly about yeah. it. The, the, these things sat in the can for months. Nobody wanted them. They didn't like them. They didn't want them. Well, the WB and UPN merged. And when they merged, a lot of the channels didn't have shows. So they started calling around, what you got? Somebody said, well, we got this guy in Atlanta that's got these 10 shows. Like, give it to me. So they put the 10 shows on the air. The ratings were higher than what was there before. Yeah. So everybody came with a deal in their hand because, because that contract didn't work out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so, so the contract doesn't work out. And they said, I said, well, what do I need for syndication? For those of you who don't know what syndication is, that means when your show, you get 100 episodes, and you usually get that over four or five years. Yeah. I said, I want somebody to give me 90 episodes so I have 100. They're like, Tyler, that's never done. Nobody is going to do that. Nobody's going to give you 90 episodes. I was like, that's what I want. Well, a couple of weeks later, TBS called and said, we'll give you 90 episodes. So, so, so the thing that you think is your mistake or your problem may be the blessing that is being set, that's setting you up Woo! for something incredible. Yeah. That's real. So those of you who think that your husband is the pro, uh oh, I'm gonna stay off of that. I'm gonna get off of that. <laughs> no, they wanna hear it. Look, no, they wanna I'm hear it. I'm gonna get off of that. I'm gonna get off of that. I took this girl's trip for a reason. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um, so the last thing I have is um, Medea. Yeah. And there was a farewell. Yeah. But Medea's home now, technically. Yeah. So I just feel like Medea should have like a closing 
final farewell moment for this audience? Does Medea have something to share with the people on this beautiful you, Sunday? You, you, you really, you really put me on the spot. <laughs> I, look, look, well, let me tell you this. Uh, the tour, the tour we did was so crazy successful um, that I'm thinking of 2020, continuing it, coming to New Orleans and all the cities we didn't get to. So that's, oh. that's, what, that's, that's what we do. But I got to get these BET shows. I'm telling you, when y'all see the Oval, when y'all see Sisters, I'm telling you, just brace yourself. All y'all who left BET for them other channels, I know you're out there. Just, just come on back. I promise you, I got you something said, for you. Come back home. Come back. I come home. I got something for you. Nadia's not gonna talk to us though. What do you want? Hell! <laughs> I I haven't did that in months. I know, but <laughs> and she, it felt pretty good not she, to do it in no, months. No, but she but she has words of wisdom sometimes, and it's a Sunday. We gotta have a benediction from but Nadia. You, but you do know that's me, right? I mean, come on! It's for the black woman in the audience. Okay. For your mama's friends that used to be sitting at the table. What what did Joe Biden say? We're out of time. We're out of time. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> Just a closing. Do you want to close it? Yeah. Close it. Okay. You you want a Medea closing? Yes, really? please. Oh. All right. This is what I want y'all to understand. If you don't know you special, ain't nobody else gonna know you special. Stay tuned for this bonus segment sponsored by Avena. your brain some more, Sabrina. I know last week we get you really talked to us about skincare advice and tips for black women and black people. And it was super helpful. And so, you know, we had to ask our Essence readers what was on their minds and what they wanted to know from you, the expert. So Corey and I gathered some questions and we're going to shoot them your way. Okay, go right ahead. Let's do it. I think the first one we want to know, and I know you touched on this a little bit last week was, but let's go a little deeper. Do black women really need to wear sunscreen every day? The answer is going to be yes. For me, yes. We all need to wear sunscreen. I know, I know. You're going to tell me black doesn't crack. You're going to tell me that, hey, I have this beautiful, rich melanin skin that, you know, the rays of the sun, they don't, they don't burn me. I'm not getting wrinkles. I don't have fine lines. But you know what? Yes, we do. You know, what happens is because we have the melanin in our skin, it's beautiful and it is protecting us. But at the same time, we are getting the effects of the damaging rays from the sun. If you're familiar with the term UVA rays, these type of rays from the sun penetrate deep into the skin's thickest layer called the dermis, right? This is where your sweat glands sit, your hair follicles, like you can't see this layer, but guess what happens? The sun, it can penetrate through there if we're not wearing an SPF product right on our skin. So, and this could lead not only to aging concerns, fine lines and wrinkles, but hello ladies, uneven skin tone, hyperpigmentation, the very things we are trying not to be, but we are actually accelerating to become those and have those issues. So definitely wearing sunscreen daily, it's a must have on my list. You know, you have to remember, and I always keep saying this, since the day I found out that wearing a sunscreen was like golden, that it's the first line of defense that we have our skin. Right. So why wouldn't we take the time to protect it? Right. Just the same way you eat when you're hungry, the same way you, you know, you, you take care of other things and other people around you. Look at your skin in that same manner. Right. And take care of it. I love that. Thank you, sis. No problem. We sir. got more. Are you ready for some more? Yeah, I'm ready. So go ahead. All right. 
Okay, are there certain ingredients Black women should be mindful of when shopping for skincare products? I am getting my pen and paper out for this one because I feel like, they're, you know, it gets confusing. There's so many ingredients out there. There are. So make sure you got that pen and, you got the pen and paper ready, right? Because I'm, I'm about I'm to drop I'm about to drop three <laughs> big ones on you. Corey, gems. Yep. These gems. So more specifically for Aveeno. And I'm going to talk about the first ingredient that you might have eaten for breakfast this morning. I know I did. Um, it's not my favorite, but it's healthy. So, you know, I'm all about fitness. So we got to get with it. Um, but the first ingredient yes. is oats. You know, I think a lot of people oats. don't ever think that oats is used as a natural ingredient in skincare. But we at Aveeno, we've done a lot of extensive research over the past 70 years. Right. We've put the metal to the T and we have run clinical studies. We know exactly what oat can do and how it, the benefits it brings, right? It's used to help soothe your skin. So for those who have itchy skin, oat can, you ever remember the oatmeal bath as a child? Why mom put you in an oatmeal mm-hmm. bath? This is the reason why for oats, because it has the benefits to soothe skin and it's a great moisturizer. So it also has the benefit to moisturize dry skin and then a, a ton of other qualities that it has. And we honestly at Aveeno, we make sure that the integrity of that oats, you're getting the full potent benefit of it, right? We're making sure it's processed carefully. Everything about it is done the right way to make sure you're getting the best benefits that it has. So my first ingredient is oats. So you wrote that down, right? Okay. You ladies wrote it down? You girl, yes. oats. Thinking about that oat bath right now. <laughs> So now you're ready for the second one because this one's a heavy one too. Yep. Really powerhouse ingredient. The second one is soy. Now soy, just like oat, it's packed with everything, right? I'm going to run off a couple things that it's rich in. It has proteins, lipids. It has vitamins. I mean, it really provides moisturization and it has key. You hear the word antioxidant benefits. It has that. But what's key about it that our team has been studying since the mid 1990s is that it has unique components in the soy that help to improve skin tone and texture. So talk about it, ladies. Uneven skin tone. Hello. And hyperpigmentation. Here is a solution we really need. Right. Like for Vino, our scientists, we've done so much research on soy to the point where you're like, we were like, you know what? We know exactly the key components in the soy that we need to make sure we get the best. We have our own and we patent it and we call our total soy complex. And, you know, the reason is because we understand, too, that not all natural ingredients that consumers are buying at the shelf from skincare products are equal. So we are really bringing the best to the tables. When you look at our labels about soy, evening unskin tone, addressing blotchiness and dullness we've proven that out through clinicals that it does just that so that's my second one that i would say is a great ingredient for you know our consumers and your readers to look for and now be ready for the third one y'all ready for the third one right yeah sitting down yep i'm ready okay so now of course shea butter now who has it we talked yes. about cocoa butter before. <laughs> but come on now shea butter shea butter is surely on my list it's it's first it's last it's in the middle it's everywhere right shea butter it's a fat extracted right from that african shea nut tree right so it's just good all by itself coming right from the source um and so as a natural ingredient if you have dry rough skin it's there to soften smooth and moisturize it right just to get it right so with our products for vino in our skin relief line we have shea butter in our moisturizer so you're getting those same benefits that you're looking for even when you're using it naturally by itself that you'll find in a you know in what we call a finished product in our moisturizer so those are my top three 
So you can't go wrong with oats, soy, and shea butter. What do you think? I think that's perfect. I'm going to keep it in my, my, in my pocket handy when I'm shopping. I need to know what to look for. Thank you, Sabrina. You're welcome. And you didn't just tell us the what, you told us the why. That's imperative. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of skin, I'm curious, how does African-American skin differ from other skin types? Is there a real difference? There is some differences that have been noted clinically. Um, so I'm about to get real sciencey on you guys for just a minute. So bear with me. We'll be talking to a scientist. Yeah, we, 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 let's do it. I got to drop these gems for us and our people, like just so we know what's out there. Right. So I'm going to reference like there was a study that was done and referenced in a really credible journal called the Journal of Clinical and Aesthetic Dermatology. And there was a study published under the title Aging Difference in Ethnic Skin. And I'm going to highlight two key things that were pointed in the study. It said that the study showed that ethnic skin had a higher melanin content. And I know that it's a lot for a lot of readers, but what it simply means is that there's special cells in our skin that are responsible for our color, right? So my shade of brown, your shade of brown, and that for people of color, black people, we have more of that, more melanin, right? So, and it's great. You're probably telling me like, yeah, well, what does that mean? So from a dermatologist perspective, one implication is that fine lines, wrinkles, signs of aging, right? They're less visible on someone with more melanin in their skin cells which is a great thing to have and which is different from other skin types and tones. The next fact or gem that I'm going to drop to you that also came from this study is that when looking at the dermis, we talked about that before, it's the, it's the layer in the outermost part of our skin. It's, it's thick. It has the hair follicles, the sweat glands. Um, it, it does a lot of work for our body, right? That's where the tissue is. It's, it's, it's protecting our, us from the external environment. This, they say, is thicker for people of color versus other skin types, right? And you may be like, well, why is that important? One implication that it has from a dermatological perspective is that for skin elasticity, right? And I think it goes back to our colloquialism about black doesn't crack, right? It says, it means that, hey, because our dermis is thicker, that if you were to stretch my skin, your skin, it will go right back to its normal state, Whereas some other skin types, you stretch it and think about as you age, you know, it just it will stretch and stay how how it's been stretched. Right. So which will bring about those lines and those wrinkles. So this is just another added point to say that, you know, as we go through that aging process, because our dermis is thicker, we have the benefit of kind of maintaining that youthfulness of our skin that you already see that we kind of have, right? So these, I think, are two powerful points or points of differentiation that I would say that um, people of color, ethnic skin have um, versus other skin types. Wow. I, you know, I knew there were some differences, but I'm really glad, like Charlie said, you broke this down. People need to know. Thank you so much. You know, when you know better, you do better. I mean, it's very and true. And we have to treat our skin the right way. Very very true. Okay, so last question from the readers, Corey. For African-American women, what is the most effective way to moisturize face and body? And what are the differences? Well, that's a good one because I feel like I have my face lotion, my feet lotion, my balm, my butters, my... I mean, I kind of go crazy. You got the whole night. My, my balms, my butters. <laughs> That should be a song. My bombs and my butters, the remix. You know, and it's good. I'm happy you mentioned that, right? The different types of products that I hear you have on your, you know, in your in your bathroom or in your home. Because I find that the most effective way to moisturize your face and your body, it begins with understanding your skin type. So, again, it goes back to, like, the question that we, we, we talked about last week about, you know, how does my skin behave 
um, face versus body? Do I have more dry skin on my face? Does Is my body dry, dry as well? Or is it more oily in certain parts than others? Because then I can kind of start picking out what products I really need to use for my face and body. And it may be the case like for someone else that they may only need one, right? It's whatever works for their face works for their body and they keep it moving. But as you already mentioned, you have one for the hands, the feet, the, the face. Like, and if that works for you, then I say that you've already identified kind of how your skin is in different regions. And the reason why that is, right, your face and your body, they vary by temperature. It could vary by texture, right? You just touch your face. You're like, ooh, baby, soft, smooth skin. And then you touch your hands. You're like, mm, not there yet. The thickness, how thick it is the humidity and honestly the overall chemistry and how the, our skin is composed it varies between face and body so being purposeful and choiceful as to what products we use and also we've already talked about the ingredients but being mindful of what ingredients are in the skincare products we use is really important and the second part honestly i would say too is going back to having a skincare routine i have a simple four-step process that i use and i told you guys about my story about when i was in high school and having acne and honestly as soon as i found that a rhythm to my skincare routine i've been using it ever since and it's very simple so for me, step one is cleansing your face. So yes, we, we try to be beauties and we sleep with the makeup on. Maybe we shouldn't, but it's time to be washing your face now. Okay. So wash on because you want to wash off the dirt, the oil, you know, just clean it up. Just get all of that off, even the day, right? Morning and evening if you can. Second step is moisturizing your skin, right? And again, I, I know between us, right? Like moisturizing is like, it's, it's, it's a noun, it's a verb. We, we just do it. So that step I, I'm, I know that our readers are already doing. So probably don't need to waste time on that one. Number three is treating your skin. So if you have any specific skincare condition that you require, like a topical medication or something else to use to give you that added benefit, this is the step to use it. And step four, that we talked already before is protecting your skin. So ladies, Please, we got to tell the readers they have to use an SPF. Again, whether it's, it's, it's in your moisturizer or you're using it by itself, just make sure it's incorporated as part of your routine. And uh, that's what I'll leave you guys with, with this four-step skincare routine. Sabrina, you have left us with so much. Charlie, I don't know about you, but I feel smarter about my skincare. I know. I feel ready to go out there, shop a little bit, shop smarter, Smart. get my routine together. You know, I'm always looking for a reason to shop. And also um, not even at the not even at the drugstore, but also at the grocery store yeah. about the foods I need to eat to help me get better skin. And to commit to a routine because I yes. think I play with them, Corey, and I say I'm going to do it. Right. And I started for like two weeks and I don't see any progress. And then I'm like, it's over, but it's on me. I can't tell you how many it. times I've woken up with red lipstick on my pillow Me because too. I have not taken off the makeup. Me too. Okay. Absolutely. You're not alone. Okay. You're not, the, you're not alone. Me too. I mean, I'm, you're not alone. <laughs> right. But you know, if we yeah. all, we're in it together. So, and I think, which is great. Sabrina, thank you for breaking it down for us, for making it relatable for us, for really, really just making sure that we got the, the knowledge that we needed today. No problem. And again, ladies, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the time with you both. And we'll have you back soon. We can get into winter healthcare. This is summer, but we're going to move on to winter next. Yes. Yes. Thanks, Sabrina. Thank you, thank ladies. You. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to this segment sponsored by Avino. Be sure to listen, download, or subscribe to more episodes of Yes, yes Girl, featuring interviews with Jada Pinkett-Smith, Amanda Seals, Ayala Van Zant, and Michael B. Jordan. 
You can find Yes Girl on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple listeners, yes, that's you. Be sure to leave a review and let us know what you think. We love reviews. Give us reviews. More and more reviews. Thank you. Don't forget to talk to us on social. At Corey Murray. At Charlie Penn on Instagram and at ManWifeDog on Twitter. Be sure to use hashtag YesGirlPodcast. Love ya. Talk to you soon.